It's time again for Three Point Podcast. Three sports guys, three generations, and three hot takes. The triple threat includes baby boomer Ted Patel of Z92.5 The Castle. Our Gen Xer is Matt Burns of ESPN and the SEC Network out of Charlotte, North Carolina. The millennial man is Jared Patel of Valley Sports Detroit. Comments and questions can be sent by email to threepointpod at gmail.com. Follow Three Point Podcast on social media at threepointpod. The fellows will get enrolling right after this from our partners. Memorial Healthcare has served the community for over a century and is committed to being your healthcare partner. The main campus is located in Owasso at 826 West King Street with additional locations in seven counties throughout mid-Michigan. Services at Memorial Healthcare are provided by people who truly care about their patients, who take pride in making a difference in the life and health of the patients they serve through all phases of life. With a medical staff of over 200 and nearly 1,500 employees, Memorial Healthcare is proudly recognized as the largest employer in Shiawassee County. Whether it's life-saving emergency room care, bringing a baby into the world, or an annual physical, see what Memorial Healthcare has to offer at memorialhealthcare.org or call 989-720-CARE. That's 989-720-2273. Rivals Tap House and Grill is the area's go-to spot for the best in food and drink. Meet up with your friends and catch your favorite sporting events on over 20 high-def flat-screen TVs. And our 120-inch projection screen. Rivals can handle your larger, small parties and is an awesome spot to put on your fundraising events. Weekly food and drink specials including gourmet burgers, wings, pizza, homemade soup, and salads. Rivals also stocks a large selection of craft and domestic brews. Rivals Tap House and Grill, the official gathering spot of three-point podcast located on the corner of Shiawassee and M21 in Corona. It's time for episode 220 of the three-point podcast presented by Memorial Healthcare, home of the -the state-of-the-art now community wellness center with pool workout equipment, track, and a whole lot more. By the way, my sister Jenny is going gung-ho on the weight challenge, so she's there every day. Really enjoying the uh, facilities. You know, I'm going to I'm gonna join, but I think I'm going to wait till, you know, fall or early winter, you know, when you can't really do anything outside. But just a great, great setup. We'll also have our normal catch up here on this podcast, talk some sports. And we have a fun little game we're going to play. Our other partners include Crow Real Estate and Auction, Nelson House Funeral Homes, Rivals Tap House and Grill, Success Group Mortgage and Servicing, the Wash of Owasso, and the ALS Association of Michigan. Well, fellas, I'll just real quickly jump in that uh, the most recent catch-up item I have is, hey, my pontoon boat is done. It's in the water. It started right up. And knock on wood, that's one day in. Let's see if it makes it through the summer. Right, Jared? Wasn't I, Wait, I guess I misunderstood. I thought it already had been in the water. Then it had issues. You had to take it back out, oh. then take it to the mechanic and get it fixed. This was the first time you put it in the water. Why so yeah. late? Uh, you know, it's like everything else in this world right now, you know, supply and demand and, you know, getting scheduled for any kind of service work. I'm telling you, man, I've got, I've got some landscaping I'm doing here. I got the hot tub on order. That's not coming till October. I mean, this country it's, it's out of whack right now when it comes to getting things quickly. You need to go full on retirement. Not not just half retirement, go full retirement so you can go all in yeah. on all these extracurriculars you have going on. 
You mean these money pits? It cracks me up, man. You already have a pontoon, which is basically throwing money away. Then you decide to order up a hot tub. That's basically the same exact thing, man. You're going to be tossing all your retirement funds, your 401k you got saved up, selling right to this hot tub and pontoon. Well, it might. I think he's just setting it up so he does not have to leave Lake Manitou. You got the hot tub. kind of it. You got the pontoon. You've got your, your man cave. You're good to go. You know, in the first year in semi-retirement where I'm still bringing in some coin, now's the time to buy it, man. I don't have to live on my retirement and Social Security and all that (laughs) stuff, which I haven't even taken yet. So it's all good. It's all Which now that I'm thinking about it, was the hot tub a bit of a, maybe not the smartest purchase because you always talk about how all these winners, you know, you're going to become a, I don't, I forget what the phrase is. What is it? Like a summer bird or something like that? Snowbird. Snowbird. Seasonal bird. So I thought that, I thought you're going to be gone for most winters. So you're going to be sitting in this hot tub at 90 degree heat or what? No, no. I mean, we're, you know, we've, we've kind of re looked at things a little bit, you know, I think with our lifestyle, I don't know if I can stand going to the same place every winter, you know, let's say go to uh, Naples, Florida, every single winter for two or three months. I I don't think that fits our mode. I think we're going to go and travel all over the place, check different places out and maybe not go for extended period of time, but you know, we'll take, we'll take a a four week break in the winter time, go somewhere warm, but we're still going to get plenty of winter hot tubbing. So I think we got it figured out. That is one thing about, I know a lot of snowbirds, snowbirds go South, you know, for the the winter and, you know, some people love it. That's all they do. And that's, they want to get away from the cold. So they go South. I've always thought of that though. Like if you buy a, you know, a, a park model or a trailer or whatever at some resort in mm-hmm. yeah, Naples or Palm beach, you're going to the same place every winter. Now, while you'll probably make some friends and you know, you, you will enjoy it and everything. I'm kind of with you. I, I would want to be like kind of traveling around a little bit. If you want to mm-hmm. go out to Arizona, go out to Arizona. If you exactly. want to go down to Florida, go to Florida, you know, switch it up. But I don't know why something about the going to Naples or going to this specific retirement spot in Florida or wherever it sounds depressing as hell to me. So I'm kind of glad for that reason that you're not going that route. And it doesn't make sense. You know, everything about it sounds awesome to me. I'd go on this vacation tomorrow. But when you, yeah. when you put it in the lens of, oh, you're going to make friends with these old people that are also going there during the winter. Uh, and it's like a place like Naples, which doesn't exactly sound like a Miami or uh, a Los Angeles or something. I just something about it sounds like, a, like a, almost like a cemetery getting ready to spread. Well, probably, probably when you're 65, you're not really looking to go to South Beach and, you know, go clubbing until three right. in the morning and stuff like that. Maybe you find some people more your speed, but it's also cool to even have that opportunity or those options where you you and your wife you guys can sit there and be like what do we want to do yeah because you know some people are kind of stuck where they are or whatever so you I know, you're, you're making me i, I kind of want to i want to retire at like 50 <laughs> you're making me like i might make it till 45 and see it's, not <laughs> it's not bad it's not bad i think i have a million dollar idea here that uh, can okay. solve a lot of problems. Matt, you love coming back to Michigan. Ted, you're looking for, you know, uh, summer or winter type getaway. Why don't mm-hmm. you guys just like flop houses for a couple <laughs> of weeks every every winter? <laughs> every, so, so in the winter, why do I get Michigan in the winter, though? So I, I have to go hey, up to Michigan in the winter. Visit family. That's the root of it. It's not that you're going to be coming to visit family. That's why. Yeah. yeah. No, it'd be cool. I'm, I'm glad the pontoon knows in the water. Me too. We were we were texting a little earlier. Just a little teaser. There, there may be a potential three-point podcast um, 
remote opportunity on the pontoon. We'll see. We, we don't know. We haven't worked out the logistics, but. Well, you're I both welcome like... to come, and you, we'll see if we can pull it off. Pull it off. <laughs> yeah, the technical difficulties will, will probably be terrible on that thing. The thing would probably stall out for all we know, and we're stranded out well, there. But hey, that'd make for a good podcast. I was going to say, that would just yeah. add to the podcast. I mean, we pulled off you at Faster Horses. So, I mean, I think we could probably figure it out. Yeah, I think we could figure out a pontoon. That's right. Yeah. But no, I've been, uh, I, you know, you're in your pontoon, Jared, you're working. I'm, it's college baseball, college softball coming down to the wire. So we're super busy at work, but we've also been moving. And I got to tell you, man, moving might be the worst thing in the world. I don't, my wife and I both have been like, we don't want to move maybe like ever again. I think we were spoiled though. when when I got the job in in Connecticut and then when I got the job down in Charlotte. So from Connecticut to Charlotte, ESPN or Disney paid for the move. Come and I think oh, yeah. we maybe we've talked about this before, but come and pack everything up. You literally don't do a thing. And they move it, take care, you know, wrap it all up, unpack it, all that kind of stuff. While that's very expensive, that is definitely the way to go with moving because man, I am beat. And <laughs> you know, like I, I try and stay fairly active, but man, moving is just a different beast hasn't helped that it's been like 95 the last four days so and the thing with those moving guys like i had a buddy who, who did it for uh, uh richie is, is his nickname i had a buddy that did it for a couple summers and i i like enlisted him to come help me move out this like shed that somebody hired me to do he was like a superhuman you know knowing <laughs> exactly how to hold these like cabinet ca- cabinets like on his back like something yeah. that would t- like something that would take normally two people to do he was like doing it with one guy so yeah. it's pretty mind-boggling when you really watch those maestros work. Uh, I saw you tweeted that you basically were playing music for these guys, which yeah. I'm sure you were thinking it was awesome. But I just picture being these guys. I mean, everybody's got their own personal type of music. I right. imagine being like, this music is freaking horrendous. This guy needs to turn this crap off. Hey, yeah, uh, it was um, I Want to Know What Love Is. And, you know, which is like a, <laughs> just a classic song. But I just had on I just had on, you know, like Spotify or Pandora, whichever one. And it was just like a um, classic rock playlist. It was nothing crazy. I, and it wasn't like jamming out. But, you know, I like listening to music. And that's what was funny is I think it was one of those songs where everyone kind of knows it. And everyone we were all kind of like humming it. And then we all kind of caught each other. And it was kind of like a funny moment. But yeah, I was gonna say, I mean, hanging with these moving guys, man, it's got to almost be like taking you back to your college days or something. <laughs> there, there's some camaraderie to be had on those those type yeah. of jobs. Yeah. And it was it was the company. Uh, what's it called? College hunks. Yeah, I'm sure you guys have seen them. <laughs> Classic one. Oh, yeah. yeah they, I've always wondered with, the, with that. Are they actually like college hunks? Or no, it, what, there was three guys. There was three guys. One guy was clearly like the project manager. He lifted a few things, but he was doing all the paperwork, all the business. But the other two guys, like you said, Jared, I mean, I told him, we, I mean, we bought him Gatorade and we gave him a tip and, you know, like whatever, yeah, all this stuff do you that. do for moving people. But mm-hmm. I tried to warn him a few things. I was like, I gotta be honest, guys, this cabinet, I don't ever want to move this again in my life. So good luck with it. And same thing, they're like up on yeah. their shoulder, up the stairs. Just like, oh they got the back. arm straps, they got everything, man. They <laughs> they're legit. Yeah. Uh my cup, my catch up this week. It's kind of a look forward, a little bit of a teaser for maybe next week's catch up. Um, but as you guys know, uh my girlfriend's sister is getting married this Saturday, and I hate freaking dancing man like i've been thinking about this like i've been dreading this day for i never thought it would come i never thought it would come it's finally here it's coming up on saturday 
And all I can think about is how much I freaking hate dancing and how I'm going to have to go out there for at least one song and dance. And like, I, I kid you not, it's like, it gives me like, not anxiety is not the right word, but I seriously, there's nothing I hate more than dancing at a wedding. I hated dancing at homecoming. And that was like, you know, grinding, which is pretty awesome. You know, if you're a guy with a girl, right? And even that I kind of like was a little apprehensive about. So now I'm doing these 1980s, like Ted dance moves and I, I just hate it. And so I basically, my catch up is just that I'm dreading this wedding. Not for any other reason, but for the goddamn dance floor. Now, not that I'm trying to encourage, you know, uh, libations, but is this a dry <laughs> wedding? Or are you going to be able to no, get it's a not few? a, I don't care. Like, that's the thing. I, I, I could have 50 drinks, man. And <laughs> I'm still going to have that same opinion. I, it's, I, it's like he, a block in my mind. I've never seen Jared, like, so uh, fired up about something. I mean, I know. even Michigan State beat it's, Michigan in football or, you know, Tom Izzo, you know, making a run or whatever. And, and Matt, it's funny you say that because I picture you as a guy that just loves it. You're eating up the wedding dance and you're you're the life of a party at a wedding. And I yeah. love I like weddings. I have a great time at them. It's just everyone. It's I get even when I was a little at your uh, daughter's wedding. I remember I got pressured like ten different times right. to go out on that damn dance floor, and I just hate it. It's the pressure. If people just never mention the dance floor, I would be having a blast walking around. You know, making small talk, drinking my hand, but because so that, there's always that hanging over my head, the damn dancing, it ruins the entire night. That's wow. the key. You've got to be the the boyfriend. You know, you've been around their family long enough. You probably know a, a good amount of their family. You got to be the guy that's talking to all the aunts and uncles and grandparents and cousins, and just you, so you always have that excuse when, like, oh, you know, here comes the cha-cha slide, Jared. Come on, you're like, no, no, I'm I'm talking, I'm I'm talking to Aunt. Debbie or you know whatever so that that's got to be your excuse yeah, the whole time I I don't know I it's kind of just like I think I just need to suck it up very first song of the night head out there get it over with and then pop a squat in the corner the rest of the night yeah but then you're setting a bar because if you go out there and people are like yeah look at Jared this is great then you got to be out there the rest of the night <laughs> yeah man dude there's no there's I wish I had a good way around it there's no good way there's no good thing to do there's nothing Ted I was trying to remember at that yeah. wedding, were you dancing? I mean, you were you're in your sixties. Oh 60s yeah, we all were. I mean, that, I'm surprised you were self conscious because we all look like fools, you know. Yeah, I was the only sober one in the place as well. Oh, that's true. Yeah. It was a, it was a no kids allowed wedding, so I was the only. I like was the last guy to make the cut. You were so. the last one. Here's here's your excuse, Jared. Get a knee brace, put on a knee brace over your dress pants. You're done. You're done. It's funny you mentioned dress pants. So I have one, like I wear the same exact outfit to every form of that. You know, it looks good. You know, brown shoes, blue pants, white dress shirt, nice watch. Um, I last time I wore those pants was last <laughs> wedding last summer, and I went Uncle back home. Ted is not happy about this. <laughs> my well, parents, good, it's like it's every time that I leave something at my parents' house, they like trash it. So I brand new hundred dollar polo Ralph Lauren pants, bought them just brand new Ooh. off the shelf. Less than a year ago, they are probably at Goodwill right now. So <laughs> I need to go also go to the store and buy pants. So that's another bummer. Yeah. Jared, I feel man, for you. Jared is going through it right now. He's telling us before we started recording, I know about this. You said you were working on a project, couldn't figure out how to get it to export. There's nothing yeah. more frustrating than stuff like that. It's kind of like, Ted, how you got back. What was it after an Owasso softball game and oh. you had a technical error? It's it's stuff like that that is just like a yeah. killer. It it just ruins your day. Hundred really percent. Well, does. it's because like it's and that's you know this is champagne problems, but 
I was lining it up perfectly where I was going to drive back, you know, from work right around seven o'clock, you know, get back, get all, get all my bags unpacked and be sitting down for this pod at eight o'clock. Now I got to do this pod, then drive back after the pod, then unpack my bags. It's like, it's gonna be 1030 by the time I'm even eating dinner tonight. Wow. I think that's a hint. That's a hint, Ted. He's saying, let's go. Let's move, move it along. along. All right. All along. right. Let's uh, let's move it along. Then I was just going to tell you one thing, though. You were talking about music, and I think Jared would get a kick out of this. I actually dug out my old iPod Nano today oh. because my phone chart, it was, it was on, you know, its last bit of battery life. So I said, oh, I'll go mow the lawn with my iPod and put it on shuffle. Yeah, I got some good tunes on there. I was enjoying it. That's funny. iPod, that's like a throwback. I wish I could do that. I I had an iPod back in the day. Um, there it is. And since I was the youngest brother, you know, my brothers basically just took it as their own. My brother went for a run with it one day. Brand new iPod Touch. Just got it for like Christmas, I think. A few oh. months old. Went for a run with it. Dropped it. Shattered the screen. Never paid me for it. Never apologized for it. Basically <laughs> never even mentioned it until I couldn't find it. Uh, so yeah, no, I wish I could do that, but I can't. Yeah. Jared All right, is just going through it, man. He's in a bad <laughs> mood tonight. That was a perfect lead in, man. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. just an example of what I grew up with right there. Well, thank goodness. I'll just end this segment with this. Thank goodness you're not in the military. And, you know, we're recording this on June 6th, the, uh, I think, 78th anniversary of D-Day, where our U.S. soldiers stormed the beach at Normandy and really was the pivotal point to beat the Nazis. But, uh you know, you brought it up, I think, a week or so ago, Matt, uh, about the classic movie Saving Private Ryan. I mean, you know, we'll never know what it was like for those guys storming the beach. But if you ever wanted to watch a film, you know, the first 20, 25 minutes of that, that's about as close a recreation I think you could ever make on what it might have been like. You, you agree with that? I mean, I, I definitely agree. Again, I've, I've never been there, so I don't know exactly what it's like or, you know, none, none of us have, but it makes you feel like you're in, especially if, if you have like some legit surround sound, it mm -hmm. makes you feel like you are there. If right. you crank that surround sound up, it is so intense and realistic. And uh, yeah, it really sets up that whole movie. And it's always, uh, I think it's one of my favorite movies in an odd way, mm -hmm. but uh, uh, where D-Day is or was, um, Jeez, I'm blinking on where it was in France. Normandy. Yeah. Normandy. Yeah. Normandy. Jeez. Jeez. You just said it. Uh, Normandy. That's one of those that like you mentioned, didn't you go to Gettysburg fairly recently? It's been a little while, but it's a, it's a mind blowing place to go look at and, and yeah. tour. Yeah. And my, my parents, maybe I'm thinking my parents were just there a year ago, but um, that's one of those that I feel like, like in an odd way, I really want to go to Normandy. Like it, mm -hmm. it's almost like, why would you want to go there? But also like, it would be, Kind of like a surreal experience right. to be it's, standing like where that happened, you know? So, yeah, I don't think it's odd at all. I mean, that's a, that's a part of history. And I mean, you can just, you know, I'll, I'll give you one example, you know, from my era being the baby boomer, when John F. Kennedy was assassinated in Dallas, I'll never forget the first time I went to Dallas on a sales trip, I had to go to the book depository museum and you talk about history and you talk about getting chills you actually can stand up on the sixth floor and look out the window that's right next to the window. They got his, where he sh did the shooting, they got that kind of glassed in, but you can stand right next to where he was at and look down at the street. And if anybody does that, it pretty much took all doubt out of my mind that he had a bird's eye view and, it, and he was the lone shooter in my viewpoint. I mean, when you look out that window, 
but it was one of those historical things that's kind of morbid, but right. it was fascinating. Yeah, it is. Yeah, here's the thing, man. That was that's not what happened. I've seen so many documentaries <laughs> in my day, and I don't want to sound like conspiracy theorists. It's literally like when they just uh, declassified so many files on that dang thing. And yeah. if you look at how they handled uh like the uh what's it called when they look over the dead body like basically like how it autopsy um, autopsy like how they handled that it's very very shady makes no sense how they did it great documentary on amazon prime uh my dad's like obsessed with it so of course i got dragged into watching that one day <laughs> it's uh, interesting what, though yeah, yeah. It, no and normally it's it, every time i see those pictures man it's it's mind-blowing i mean it really is the greatest generation i'll be the first to say it maybe not the best Without basketball players but in terms of you know, honor and, and just uh, courage. Wow. <laughs> All you need to see is those damn photos of those boats. The doors going down. Yeah. Uh, like you said, the Saving Private Ryan scene, I think I've heard a lot that a lot of people that were there uh, were, uh, when they stormed the beaches, like they can't watch that scene. It's so realistic. Yeah. Although I will say uh, another great video I've watched on YouTube, a World War II historian points out what they got right, what they got wrong in that scene. Yeah. So once you watch that scene, Go and watch the 25-minute YouTube video after that, explaining what's right, what's wrong. So, uh, Sounds like a plan. Well, I had to throw that out there, fellas, on this day. So uh, we definitely want to honor all our veterans, especially the ones from, like Jared said, that greatest generation. Now, I can't wait to get to the next part because of the mood Jared's in, and he's in charge of our little game we're going to play. So let's see how this goes right after this. Memorial Healthcare is proud and excited to open their new $40 million plus neurology, orthopedic, and community wellness center, now called the NOW Building. The 15,000 square foot facility features the highest quality, most sensitive 3T MRI available on today's market. The three-story building provides area residents a medically-based wellness center featuring nutritional, counseling, and group fitness classes, among other offerings. Memorial Healthcare's new wellness center includes locker rooms, private showers, steam rooms, sauna, a lap pool, and more, including a raised track for walking and running with views of the entire Memorial campus and surrounding area. Memorial Healthcare strives to bring healthcare and wellness together, servicing patients' needs from diagnosis to treatment to rehab and beyond. For more details, go online at memorialhealthcare.org or call 989-720-CARE. That's 989-720-2273. AZ Printing Solutions, formerly Hankard Sportswear, is a full-service print shop that specializes in screen printing, digital printing, and embroidery. They pride themselves on giving a great product at a great value. The area's go-to printing solution offers a 100% guarantee to exceed your expectations. AZ Printing Solutions has your favorite local spirit wear as well as many other apparel items in stock. Specialty items are available for family, sports, business, and charity events. Call 989-725-2979 or step into the store in downtown Owasso. Nelson House Funeral Home's number one goal is to serve the families in our area. The Nelson House staff are proud to serve our local community with reliability, integrity, and compassion. Unique service representing unique lives, ensuring your loved ones receive the honor and celebration they deserve. Founded in 1880 and continuing the tradition today with chapels in Owasso, Chesanine, and New Lothrop. For more details, find them at nelson-house.com or call 989-723-5234. Maybe the reason I'm in a bad mood is because, as you guys know, Mondays are generally my diet restart day. <laughs> so far, so good. <laughs> but the reason I want so to far, do this so uh, fast food item draft is kind of as like a swan song. 
to my old past, you know, eating McDonald's every night. I mean, I'll tell you guys, man, my, this last month, three or four times a week, my order at McDonald's has been three McChickens, three small fries, four piece McNugget for $10. That's been my go-to order <laughs> order most nights. So you're wondering why I'm not quite the athlete I used to be. That's probably why. Wait, wait, say that one that's, more time. I was what gonna... was that volume of what that's what you eat? Say it again. Well, that's a hell of I have a an meal. interesting diet where I normally don't eat all day and then uh-huh. I only eat dinner. So right. kind of forced me to have, eat a lot at dinner. Three McChickens. Okay. Three small fries, one four-piece McNugget. And the reason I, I order it like that is because they have a deal going where it's buy one, get one free. So that's why gotcha. it's only $10. So that's that's the reasoning behind it. Okay. Um, yeah, kissing those days goodbye. Um, unless you guys have any uh, opposite, opposite, opposing thoughts, I, I figure I'll take the first pick here, unless one of you guys want it. Um, go for it. Snake no, we'll go youngest first. I got to say, though, while I now at this age that I am, that, that order that you're doing – multiple times a week sounds awful sounds i mean would just like tear my gut up i know know what it was like to be your age and you know your first full-time job and you're on a bit of a budget and you can get the buy one get one free deals yeah i was eating taco bell and yeah mcdonald's and stuff all the time so i get it it's pretty awesome man i mean you feel horrible and you wake up you know feeling terrible the next day but for those 10 minutes and that drive home when i'm thinking about enjoying that it's it's magic (laughs) <laughs> um, but all right, for my first pick uh, in the same vein, man, got to take it. The McChicken, the McDonald's McChicken. And it's funny, I've had a recent sort of change of heart. This is your number one pick? Oh, it's incredible. It's number mm-hmm. one pick. McDonald's McChicken. I used to love the McDoubles. You know, I'd always have buddies that would go get the McChicken. I'm like, what do you get? Well, dude, it's McDonald's. Get a burger. I finally had one, you know, not too long ago, maybe a year ago. And I don't, I can't believe I haven't eaten them in my whole life. It's partially because I love mayo. Mayo and ranch are on basically everything I eat. Yeah. Uh, and so they douse it with mayo, and it's just incredible. It tastes the same. Believe me, I've been getting it for the last year, three times a week. It tastes exactly the same every time. Perfect. <laughs> it's the perfect fill-up meal. Uh, so with my number one pick, I'm going McChicken. I, that, uh, for your number one pick, your, your LeBron James is McChicken. the McChicken. Wow. So I, before That's a I shocker. Get, I know. Before I, I get we'll to my, before I get to mine, so I, I just have to ask like the, the big question. Have you had I'm I'm assuming yes. Have you had Chick-fil-A? Yes. I'm oh, yes. like, I know, I like know, the McChicken better than Chick-fil-A. Uh, Too expensive. Let me explain this. My picks are not necessarily what is the best tasting. There's a lot of different factors. Price. Uh I'm not going to Chick-fil-A. You know, we all know this. Go sit in line for an hour, it's not worth it. You got to take a lot of different variables into the effect. You know, nostalgia. I ate McDonald's my whole life. So there's a lot of different things going into this rather than just taste. And that's, that's why I will win this draft. So first pick. I will check. say, I will say you guys clearly, and I'm not acting like I'm some like Southerner, but you guys clearly are not from the South because Chick-fil-A is a way of life down here. People like live and die. Like you're, you're three times a week, three, four times a week at McDonald's. People do that with Chick-fil-A. Legitimately, I have some coworkers who go every day. Whether it's breakfast, lunch, or dinner, they go to Chick Fil A every day. Well, they just carve out an hour of their day. I don't understand. See, I, maybe it, I don't know. Maybe it's not like that up there. Down here, they've got a system. I mean, they, they have they, a hell of a system. Yeah, but it's it, still that, a long that line moves. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe not. Anyway. South, there's probably a lot more around. Like I remember when I went oh, first year at Chick Fil A was on spring break my senior year in Florida. No weight at all. You know, so yeah. I that it, it wouldn't surprise me. It's just there's more volume of the restaurants, not nearly as big of a weight. Yeah, Chick Chick Fil A definitely is like Dunkin' Donuts in New England. Like, there's just a Chick Fil A on every corner. So I'm curious if Chick Fil A shows up in this draft. It's not my number one, 
My number one is at the same restaurant Jared is just the biggest fan of, but it's the McGriddle. Oh, the McGriddle is the best fast food item in the history of fast food nonsense food. I don't even know. Like who thought of why I say nonsense is like, who thought of this? This is the best thing ever. Okay. We all love syrup on pancakes. We all love sausage or eggs or, you know, bacon or whatever cheese. Why don't we make a sandwich out of this? And it is the best thing ever. I will say, I don't know the last time I've had one. It's been quite a while, but again, going back to the nostalgia thing, that's why you're McChicken. I get it. I used to, uh, you know, after a, after a rough night, you go to McDonald's and you get a couple McGriddles and you are just feeling like a hundred percent, at least for the next hour or two. So my, my number one, my, my LeBron James, my number one pick is the McGriddle. Wow, you guys are just shocking me coming out of this. I don't know. <laughs> That's all, you know, McGriddle. Here's the thing about McGriddles. Everything on paper, like, man, they are good. They taste good. They're but good. have you guys noticed that, like, more than any other item, it literally feels like a rock is sliding down <laughs> your gullet. Like, it gets clogged in your heart. Like, where you do the Chris Farley. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking fast food. That's the best part. Oh, no, that one, that in particular, it could be uh-huh. that could be the only thing I eat. It's something about it. I, I don't know why. It's the most dense pancake ever. <laughs> the, the pancakes they put on there is like they a are pretty dense. But that's what you need if you're going on a long road trip and you just need someone to something to sit in your gut for four hours. Smash a couple of McGriddles and you're good to Fair go. Enough, man. As you guys know, I'm on my uh, weight loss plan and uh, sticking to it pretty, pretty act, you know, pretty oh, good, yeah. really. Yeah. Jared, how do you how do you think of doing this game while Ted's trying to lose some weight? <laughs> ah, no kidding, man, trying to torture me. But let me get a clarification: Are we talking all fast food places, anything on the menu? We're not going like entrees, what best kind of sandwich, what best kind of potatoes. We're going no, just whatever you whatever. want. You can pick four burgers well, if you're, if you want. Yeah, if if your number one is McDonald's fries, that's your number one. All right. Well, my number one, you know, and there's a lot of them there. I, I, and I will say this one of our listeners, he follows us on Twitter, said something about Big John Steak and Onion. I don't think you can qualify them because they're not nationwide. They're Michigan. A good steak and onion from Big John's is awesome. But if I'm, if I got to go to, at a fast food place, I'm going to the old standby, the Whopper, the combination of tomato, lettuce, mayo, the burger, flam, flame broiled. It's just there's something about every once in a while, <laughs> I got to have a Whopper. This is such a boomer, such a boomer, the Whopper. <laughs> Can't help it. <laughs> yeah. what, were Whopper, was Burger King like the go-to place when you were young? Like, it seems like it was a lot bigger back back in the day. Yeah. Well, when they first came out with the Whopper, it was huge. It was huge. I do remember when they, I don't know if they still do it. They used to do like what dollar Whoppers and we would go in college and get like 20 of them. But yeah, same thing. I don't know the last time I ate at Burger King. Really no read, but are they still around? Oh yeah. yeah. Burger Kings are still around. I actually, my girlfriend actually like shits on me because I say like, I love Burger King, man. Yeah. <laughs> kind of gross when you say that, but there's something about those whoppers. They they yeah. do do a damn good job putting together a whopper. Yeah, it's, that frame, flame, flame, that it's a great oil. combination. It yeah. just it's is. flame grill marks on it. Are what really the uh, the story I always think of with Burger King. So this this is definitely dating me. And you know, Jared, since you you went to Grand Valley, when I went to Grand Valley, you know, there's that Burger King on the corner right outside of campus. Yep. When I when I went to Grand Valley, that was the only fast food place without either driving like into Allendale or down Standale or Jenison, or, you know, driving like 10, 15 minutes away. 
So you went to Burger King at, at just where you went because that was the only place like just outside of campus. So we would go, we, we would sometimes go on a weekend. It would be like three times. It would be a breakfast. It would be a dinner. It would be, so and what's, maybe, maybe that's why I don't eat Burger King that be. much anymore. And, what, and what's funny about that is that that parking lot, I think has like five different restaurants in it now. Right. Well, that area has exploded. But uh, Ted, I think you got uh, another. Yeah, we're, we're doing snake draft. Snake so, okay. Order. I'm going to second chick. Second choice is the chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. I mean, it's, oh, it, it's, okay. it's a killer. I love okay. their sandwiches. The pickle. You know, I put a little bit of a Chick Fil A sauce on it, and uh, you can't go wrong. And it's just juicy chicken, just <laughs> you just made to perfection. I it, love it's it. It's perfect. Uh, it do is. you do the original, or do you do? I spicy do the original. Or? Yeah, I do the original on the multi grain bun. Okay. Oh, nice. <laughs> Keep it. No, out. it's it's. I will give you pound for pound. It's the best fast food item. It's just mm-hmm. it's not worth the wait for me. You know, fast food. When I think of fast food, it's convenience, uh, and Chick Fil A just doesn't have that where I'm at, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that's the only reason I didn't pick it number one. That's good. No, it, it is good. We we usually if we go there, we go with the spicy with some pepper jack oh. cheese mm-hmm. and, oh, yeah. and the clutch. You got to put the Chick-fil-A sauce on it. That's just oh, a yeah. game changer. Yes. Um yeah. I so have, I'm I have probably you... two dozen of them sitting in my refrigerator right now. Nice. Do you know what trick? <laughs> you know, that's the the trick slipped out why their chicken tastes so good. One, one, there's apparently they use high quality chicken, but the their their breading is in uh, pickle juice. That's oh, like the, cool. that's wow. what's supposed we, to be like the sleeper. Why, that's the why secret ingredient. Allegedly. Matt, glossing over the fact he just said he has two dozen Chick-fil-A I, sandwiches in his fridge. No, oh, no, 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 no. Chick-fil-A sauce. Oh, you keep them in the fridge. Packets. Even that's a little packets. bizarre, but yeah, I'll take it. All right. Never you, mind. You keep those great. in the fridge though, huh? Yeah. Okay. All right. So Chick-fil-A did make it. My number two, um, I had to go with a split. It was hard for me to decide. Again, this is a nostalgia thing, but I, I still like it once in a while. I couldn't decide between the Crunchwrap Supreme at Taco Bell or just the classic Supreme Chalupa. So I'm, I'm going, those are my two. So those are my two Taco Bell go-tos. The, the Crunchwrap Supreme, again, was just a go-to in college when I was on the, the Jared budget, you know, just wanting to get as much food as I can for 10 bucks. You get a couple of Crunchwrap Supremes. The Chalupa, I don't know what it is. That shell it's like almost sweet. It's like fluffy and sweet. And then, you know, you get the, what you were talking about, Jared, with your mayo. I love sour cream. So yeah. you put sour cream in there with their meat. That isn't probably really meat, but who cares? And you know, all the other stuff. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm split on number two, the Chalupa and the current trap Supreme. So wait, which one did you, did you select one? No, that, I, that's my number two, one, both right? of them. Is that the Combination. Combination. <laughs> all right, you're lucky. I was. I, I'll give it to you because I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pick either of those. Um, <laughs> all right, my go-to pick, and I'm going back and forth. I, I I think I have to go dessert because it's a lot less to pick from. Uh, two, I'm debate. I'm, I'm only gonna throw out the one that I'm picking just so I don't give you guys ideas. I'm going vanilla frosty Wendy's. Ooh. The price what? point. The you the, the vanilla. The fact you can swap it out for a drink without an upcharge. That's the best part about it. And yes, vanilla. I've always been a vanilla guy. I, I just, in any type of ice cream, I've always liked vanilla more than chocolate. Um, Wendy's, man. Dip fry in it if you want. Eat it plain. You're a if fry dipper, huh? You're a fry dipper? Oh, yeah. Buy, buy some cookies from Wendy's, crumble them up, put them in there, mix it around like it's a flurry. Uh, there's a lot of different things you can do with it. But given the price and how easy they can turn it out, it's not like the McFlurry where the machine's never working. It's always ready. <laughs> always been gone on it. And as somebody who doesn't drink pop, I love that I can swap it out for a drink without the upcharge. So that's my number two pick, Frosty. 
That's clutch. So I, I got to ask though, if you get that with a meal, you have to get a water or something too. Yep, you're water. not, okay. yep. Yep. <laughs> as I say, you're not washing down your, your burgers with a, a frosty, but no, that's no. good. I, I've never had, I've honestly never had the vanilla. I, don't, I didn't even know they hot. made them. I didn't right. even know they made them. Yeah. You didn't know they had vanilla frosties? You only, no, only I thought they were chocolate. just chocolate frosty. I thought it was just frosty. That's a chocolate frosty. Yeah. <laughs> No, okay. So my pick at the end here. Have we decided? Are we doing three or four rounds? What did we decide? I, think I thought three. we said three. Okay, three rounds. Three, right, so three, three point pod. I think I got to go with a fry of some sort. I don't like Taco Bell that much. I'll eat it. Not my favorite, so I'm not going that route. I think I got to go. It's it's crazy that it's still here. It's the biggest staple there is McDonald's fries, man. I hate that I have two picks from McDonald's, but. Here's the thing about McDonald's. People shit on it all the time, but think if you only had McDonald's the same amount of times you have like In-N-Out Burger. You would think it's the best like fast food you ever had in your life. And McDonald's fries, when they are crisp out of the mm-hmm. – right when you grab them from the drive through window, put your hand in the bag, it, it's maybe heaven in a food item. So I, I think McDonald's gets a bad rap, especially their fries because they get cold, people wait. But if you eat them fresh out of the fryer, man, they're the they're best. They're hot. Yeah, they're if you, good. If you get them fresh, and there's something too about eating them out of the bag because you yeah. can't wait, you can't wait till you get home. So you start reaching in the bag. There's something about that yeah. too. They're, they're I can't cool. tell you how many times I've left the radio station on a Friday night and I swing into McDonald's in Owasso and get a large fry to go and just dump that baby right in the bag, you know, and just munch on it on my way home. There's something about it they're good yeah, you can't absolutely. you can't go wrong but the, that's the thing they got to be fresh i mean that that's true with probably anything but if you get the cold ones it is like here you're, it's like you're you're in jared's mood know. it's like the mood that jared's in if you get cold fries but I'm, I'm going with you too i'm going with fries but i don't i don't know if i've been swayed but chick-fil-a's waffle fries with chick-fil-a sauce are pretty good are incredible i mean if, if we get chick-fil-a I, I like the sandwiches but I could eat just like a meal of the fries with Chick-fil-A sauce. So that, that would be my, my fry of choice. All right. Well, I'll, uh, since Jared was talking about the vanilla frosty, I'm just going to throw this out there. I'm not picking it, but for, for just your, for advice for our listeners that haven't tried it, if you're ever just looking for a quick ice cream cone, McDonald's vanilla ice cream cones, they're solid dollar 29. Just, if the machine is working, if the machine's working, but I mean, the value's there, you know, and it's the perfect size, you know, and you don't get it all over yourself. If you're driving, it's just a, a great go-to for me, but I, I'm going to pull one out of my butt. You know, you remember the old days of Hotten now that's, that was my go-to when I was oh, young and had God, to buy a bunch of burgers on a budget, but um, I'm going to go with my third pick underrated big time Hardy's mushroom and Swiss Ooh. burger. They Hardy's. are phenomenal. The <laughs> sauce yeah. they put on those, incredible. So Hardee's. The Hardee's in Owasso, I don't know if it still is, but you know it used to be 24 hours. So that was yeah. one of the spots to go to after uh, doing the old bar crawl downtown Owasso. Head over to Hardee's and get, oh, yeah. get a big old burger. I forget what their main burger is called. It's like, uh, it has a name so. anyway. This is hilarious. Too funny not to share. I had a buddy that used to work at Hardee's. Oh, and no. this was just dumb high schoolers doing dumb high schoolers things. <laughs> so called he called into work. We uh, he called into work so he could come hang out with me and my brothers. Uh, I was like, I think I was working out. This is like right before my senior year of football. So I was working out. They go to Hardee's through the drive-thru. He's sitting in the back with like a newspaper held up so they can't see him uh, in the back seat of Hardee's. <laughs> they they like 
people, they clearly tell my brothers are acting weird in the front seat, uh, <laughs> getting a shake. So, so they kind of like, I think they catch on and finally they like look in the back seat and they see him back there. They go, Hey, what are you, you're supposed to call into work. If you're not here in five minutes, you're fired. <laughs> Quit random spot. And that was the last time he ever worked hard. <laughs> so I just, something about that place, man. I've never been back since, but it's got a, it's got a special place in my heart. You used to have a ball pit so you could go play in the balls, but it was probably like lined with needles and stuff like that. So you probably didn't actually want to do it. So yeah, definitely parties. a that's bacteria funny. infested place for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's funny. It, it's funny thinking about fast food. I mean, I, I'm not going to act where we, we pretty healthy, but you know, every once in a while, like McDonald's does sound good. Chick-fil-A yeah. sounds good. Like, you know, you just got to do it in moderation though. Three, three or four times a week, Jared, you know, that's, I, I know you're on a budget, but that's a lot of fast food. Like I said, man, diet started today. So all right, all uh, Matt, one thing you got to do if you're with your daughter and with your son coming up, man, I remember my dad, we were driving uh, right past McDonald's when I was a little kid. Every time we drive by, you know, I'm like, Hey, can we go to McDonald's? Can we go to McDonald's? He says, no, pulls around the corner, like keeps driving, pulls into the, the like exit entrance. Like, trust me. <laughs> oh yeah. So you got to oh, pull that clutch. these times. It was awesome. Hero. That's clutch. You, you pull in over there by uh, Payless. You pull yep, it exactly. back over yeah, there. Exactly. Zip over to the, the drive-thru. Awesome. That is clutch. Now, so would you guys qualify? I was going to throw this one on there. Hot and ready's from Little Caesars. Would you qualify that as fast oh, yeah. food? It's That's the, that's the you know, undrafted Tom Brady of this draft. The fact yeah. that I didn't get drafted, man, I, I'm kind of kicking myself. Probably should have had it on my I, I was going to, that was going to be my number three, but I was like, you know what? I don't know if it qualifies as fast food because again, I, I lived on damn hot and ready's in college. I mean, that was when the whole $5 thing started and good, we ate good those bargain. all the time and they're still good. Sometimes like, we'll be like, we want pizza and we're like, let's go get a little Caesars. It's still good. So the big thing though is down here or really anywhere outside of Corona, you don't have the, the orange or white cheese to go with your crazy no. bread. So that, that's clutch in Corona. Now we had some people that participated on, on our social media pages, didn't we? Yeah, we did. So I'm fa- so we posted this on Facebook that we were doing it, um, and and Twitter and Instagram, and um, so yeah. It, whenever we do this kind of thing, we we usually post these things so you can follow us at Three Point Pod and you can kind of chime in and we'll read your stuff on the podcast. But um, just reading a couple of them on Facebook. So my sister Christine, she she selected some of the some of the items on the picture, but she said her sleeper is a Crunchwrap Supreme, which I agree with. I wouldn't call I, I wouldn't call it a sleeper though for me because it was my my number two pick. But yeah, the Crunchwrap yeah. Supreme is good. And then one more, John Peterson. He's a Corona uh, grad, graduated a couple years after me. Um, he said uh, this is a little controversial for for Jared, but he said McDonald's fries are overrated and would not be on my draft board. Wow. He said he's taking any rodeo burger as his sleeper, and the Whopper over the Big Mac. So there are some of John's picks. So yeah, just kind of. Kind of funny to hear other people's things. It, it, that is true. The, a, a rodeo burger from a restaurant are usually tasty, but the Whopper over the Big Mac, you got to be in on that one, Ted. Oh, 100%. I mean, the Big Mac's pretty good too, but uh, I'm a Whopper guy all the way. Yeah. Uh, so I have two to read, and these were sent private submissions, and the person asked to remain <laughs> anonymous, but um, quote unquote, higher than balls mcdonald's nuggets with assorted <laughs> sauces and the second one while also being quote-unquote higher than balls uh i hop all you can eat pancakes which that's not technically fast food so I, I think that one gets thrown out but just felt the need to throw those out there yeah that's that's another good one and i hop is good i man pancakes I, 
I don't know if I could anymore. If I ever had had to do an eating contest, pancakes would be my thing. I used to be able to put those things down, and I'm not lying when I say this. When I, my when, like on a Saturday or Sunday morning, you know, on the weekend, and my mom or dad would make pancakes, I would be the last one sitting at the table while my my siblings are all off playing, doing whatever. I would eat, I'm not lying, 12 to 15 pancakes. I would just sit there and house them. One of my buddies, uh, one of my good buddies, he always jokes, we lived together for a couple of years in college. He liked to use, he, he used to like to cook. He still does. But uh, he always says, the most impressive thing I've ever seen someone eating was Burns when I made pancakes one morning and I couldn't make enough pancakes. I don't know what it is. I can put down some pancakes, but... What do yeah. you like chocolate? Like, what's your go-to kind? Chocolate chip, blueberry? No, no, no. Just straight up buttermilk, straight up pancakes with a little bit of syrup. Can't We've all wrong. stared at those syrups all on IHOP's tables before and tried them, and they're all pretty bad, other than yeah. they're just original. But you gotta get the classic. Classic, yep. No doubt. It's probably all why right. I like the McGriddle so much. Makes sense. <laughs> Well, let's let's finish strong, fellas. Let's uh, let's move on. We'll talk a little bit of sports here to wrap up the podcast and uh, see where it takes us. We'll be right back after this. Success Group Mortgage and Servicing is Shiawassee County's only licensed mortgage broker, lender, and servicer. That means you get exclusive products not found anywhere else. If you are looking to purchase a home or refinance a home in Florida, Hawaii, or Michigan, stop what you're doing and give Success Group Mortgage and Servicing a call. 989-720-4380. That's 989-720-4380. The Wash of Owasso is excited to welcome you to their new and state-of-the-art full-service laundromat. Conveniently located at 809 West Main Street in historic West Town, Owasso. They're open 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. for the coin laundry, or you can drop off your laundry for wash and fold service Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 p.m. Too busy to stop in? No problem! As the Wash of Owasso will pick up your laundry right at your door and will deliver it back to you the next day. Go online to thewashofowasso.com. That's the Wash of Owasso. To view pricing or call 989-472-3322 and schedule your pickup as a special three-point podcast bonus. Enter code 3PP, that's the number three and two Ps, at checkout for 10% off your first order. The three-point podcast team welcomes the wash of Owasso to our team. Looking to buy items online? Go to CRAuctions.com. All you need to do is download the app to your phone or computer and start buying and selling today. CRAuctions.com will market your items all over the country and get them sold. If you are looking to buy something, we can help with that too. Just go to CRAuctions.com. Search our inventory and place your bid. Plus, there are online auctions for farm machinery, firearms, automobiles, and truckloads of overstocked items. It's fast, it's easy, and you will get results. Get the app and check out CRAuctions.com today. All right, I just wanted to throw this out there. I was going to use it in the catch-up, but, you know, we recorded last week, and it was right in the midst of the match with Tom Brady and Mahomes and, you know, Rodgers and Josh Allen. I don't know if you guys turned it on after we got done recording, but I, I was able to watch, like, the last three or four holes. It was it was damn entertaining, you know, with the, the hot mics. I know how big you are on that, Matt. You know, listening to him talk. And, in fact, Rodgers and Brady – kind of whispered to each other they had some sort of strategy they had on their mind as they finished strong down the stretch with you know rogers winning uh, the contest for him with a i don't know about a 20-foot putt on the last hole but i thought i thought it was well done i thought it was fun watching those quarterbacks and watching them compete 
the young guys against the old guys. And then Ernie Johnson hosting the show afterwards with the four quarterbacks sitting together, get interviewed, talking about different philosophies, how they play the game. It was it was awesome to watch. It is cool. And that, I mean, when you have Ernie Johnson hosting, he's the best in the business. So that helps. And, you know, when you have these guys on mic, because, you know, they like to talk trash to each other and they're definitely competitive, obviously. Oh, yeah. So I think there was that edge. You know, Rodgers and Brady wanted to beat the young guns. So, you know, that was kind of cool. I just same thing that I always say, like, I wish sometimes these things were on HBO or mm-hmm. pay-per-view. So these guys could really say what they want to say to each other. You know, it, it's still fun. I'm just saying, you know, they're holding back a little bit. But yeah, I, I didn't watch the whole thing. I saw some clips of the conversation afterwards. That stuff for obviously sports fans like us is just like super interesting to hear. You know, four of the best quarterbacks in the game, two of the best ever right. talking about, you know, the position. It, it is really cool. I love those events, man. It's yeah. because it reminds you of when you're playing golf with your buddies. It's not this, and don't even get me started on this newest Phil Mickelson development where he's basically trying to still play the majors. Dude, if you're the PGA and you let Phil Mickelson join this new Super League and come back and play the majors, I wouldn't what's going to stop like, 50 other players from doing that? That's, right. <laughs> that's the only reason they aren't leaving. So, God, I hope they don't let him do that. But anyway, no, this is it's awesome. The trash talk. It's cool seeing like Aaron Rodgers, man. You hardly ever really see him kind of not being the football, you know, weirdo other than maybe Pat McAfee's show. So it's cool to see him kind of in a different light. He's a damn good golfer. Yeah. Um, and it, it's just awesome. The trash talk's awesome. The fact that it's the TNT basketball broadcast that, I mean, put them on anything, man, yeah. and they're going to make it gold. So it's perfectly done. It was a great thing that came out of COVID. I'm glad they're still doing it, but do you guys like it more with the pros or with just the, you know, like, like what we had this most recent one, just for kind of average golfers. Personally, I'd rather see just average golfers just so everyone's kind of on the same playing field. Cause while it is cool to see Tiger Woods and, you know, other guys out there, you know, it, it is kind of like not fair almost, but I mean, that that's fun too. Cause you get to see those pro golfers kind of let loose a little bit, but no, I'd, I'd rather just see, yeah, four normal people even though Tom Brady's not normal, you know, but you know what I mean? Like non-golfers, I guess. No, I agree with you. And I know, uh, I don't know what you feel, Jared, about when, I don't know how you golf. Do you take a long time before you hit your shot or a uh, Tom Brady took forever. He, he took forever <laughs> to hit that ball. There's That's nothing surprising me less than Tom Brady taking forever to hit a goddamn golf shot. Um, I, I'm, I like Tom Brady. I like Aaron Rodgers. I like Josh Allen. I like Patrick Mahomes, but this should not be like, like how many of these is Tom Brady been in, man? It's right. time for him to be move on to the next guy. He's interesting. We all love Tom Brady, but this should be a revolving doors of different golfers. Yeah. Not be Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady taking on all challengers. So hopefully they don't do it again. Yeah. It'd be cool if they mix some sports, like get Steph Curry in there and get, you know, some hockey player in there and, you know, kind of mix up the sports a little bit. That'd be cool. Yeah. I got a question, Jared, for you uh, behind the scenes there at Bally. I don't know if you have any input or information, but the Tigers, you know, we don't have a lot to say about them right now. They win some, they lose some, you know, they're still puddling along. But Jave Baez, uh, there's there's something seriously wrong with his approach at the plate. I don't know what, what the answer is. I mean, have you heard anything? No, I, I haven't. Here's my – this is this is no basis behind it. This is my reading of the situation. Javier Baez – you know, when he was playing his best, it's the Cubs World Series team. You know, he seems like the type of guy he goes as the team goes. He's he's not getting up for these, you know, 10 games below 500, 1 o'clock, you know, Tuesday games. 
But if this team was in the you know the playoff chase and they were playing well, I really do think it would kind of transform how he's playing. Because there's really no other way to explain it, man. He's he's proven. He started the season hot, you know, had a, had a couple of clutch moments, especially opening day. Remember that? And oh yeah. Started off very clutch where the team was playing well, and just kind of since we started this tailspin, he's been tailspinning as well. But he's been great on defense. I mean, that's not the saving grace for him, but at least that's one bright spot you can look at. Man, he makes some dazzling plays on defense every game, pretty much. Right. The thing is with him is he he kind of. He's definitely in a slump for sure, but um, this, this is kind of who he is. He strikes out a lot. He doesn't hit for average, and he, you know he's kind of almost like a boomer bust type of player at the plate. And he usually hits a little higher average than he is right now, so he's definitely not performing. But you know, this is he—he he almost is always at the top of the league in strikeouts, and he's also usually up there around the top for home runs. So he's just not doing that right now. He's not even hitting for power, so that's what kind of sucks. And this offense is just, I know, you know, some guys hopefully are coming back. Hopefully Austin Meadows, hopefully Riley Green is coming back. And, um, you know, hopefully Habayas starts to turn it around. But, I mean, I, I kind of think that the same thing you were saying, Jared. I, while he did just sign this huge deal to come be like the guy in Detroit, it's got to be a little tough already, even though we're only mm-hmm. beginning of June. It's got to be a, a little tough to be like getting up for the – they're just – the Tigers are so weird. They go, they win four out of five against the Twins, and then they go and get just smacked around by the Yankees. And it's just like, I, I don't know what to make of this team. I, I still think health is a big problem, but it's definitely been a disappointing year. Yeah, it has. You know, and also, uh, this is just this is just weird. It came to me, and it, you know, it affected Jared really. That the Tigers series against the Yankees was on Apple TV and and Peacock Premium. Where'd that all come about? I don't know. I, I don't know. I would, you know, I probably should have been asking some more questions about how that came about, but Hey, I know, you know, it's kind of one of those things where we, when you're working every freaking day, you know, some people don't mind a day or take two the off, break. But, yeah. uh, I, I did like how they, the Peacock game started at 1130. Yeah. I, I think baseball games, man, you talk about something that like a 10 AM baseball game on Saturday morning. What sounds better than that? Yeah. I wish the MLB would kind of toy around more with the earlier start times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, it'd be, I mean, I, Think about that, man. You wake up, you're drinking your coffee, you're watching Tigers baseball. That sounds like like heaven to me. So not bad. Yeah, I know Apple TV bought um, an exclusive package coming into this year for X amount of games, however mm-hmm. many games you know they bought. Because even like um, that, like that game, the, the games that were on Apple TV, I, I subscribe to the MLB at home so I can watch the Tigers on my phone or you know wherever I'm at, and it's even blacked out on the MLB app. Because wow. it's on Apple TV, because Apple, they, they paid for an exclusive package of however many games they paid for. So mm-hmm. I think it's kind of like the Amazon deal for Thursday night football. You know, it's stuff like that. A lot of these companies are going that way. And it kind of sucks for the the regional sports networks. I mean, you you guys obviously still have the vast majority of Tigers games. But if it starts going in that direction, you know, that's just pulling games away from Valley Sports or whatever. So. I mean, ESPN is basically they only do one game a week now because because of all that stuff and all the other stuff that they have. So it's definitely interesting. It, it was it's kind of cool. Some of the stuff they do on Apple TV Plus for games, the different stats and other things they put up. It's kind of cool. But as a production type of guy, so you kind of like that then huh? what yeah. their presentation was. Yeah, it was, it, it's different anyway, you know. Yeah. 
Well, anyway, that's enough Tiger talk for this yeah. week anyway. Uh, and uh, NBA, I mean, you know, we're in the sweet spot right now, the NBA Finals. No real surprise to me so far. You got you had a figure that Boston was going to come out firing in that first game. And then if I was a betting man, I would have bet the house on Golden State in game two at home. So, you know, it's 1-1. I'm still sticking with Golden State in six, but uh, it's it's definitely gotten very physical. You know, yeah. especially with Draymond Green, it's 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 an interesting basketball to watch. This yeah, is what I, makes the NBA Finals good because they're in Game Two and they're already like hating each other. So <laughs> right, they're gonna they're going back to Boston. You know, Boston fans are gonna be crazy, and hopefully this just continues. Draymond Green is gonna keep bugging whoever is he, Grant Williams or you know Jalen Brown, whoever it is. So it, it's been a good series so far. Yeah. It, I still think it's worth the Warriors series to lose. I, yeah. I think game one was really an anomaly. I mean, Al Horford looked like right. he was back in 2010 again. I know he's been having a great playoffs, but what, what did he end up with, 20-plus points? It's not yeah. going to happen again. I don't. I think it was Bill Simmons. Let's see. He didn't take a shot at time until the second half of right. uh, game number two. So you're just not going to get that production from him. Their offense, man, really sputtered. Smart, played terrible. Like I said, Horford terrible. White terrible. Whereas the Warriors, man, it's it's like it kind of took the Celtics' best shot in Game One to mm-hmm. to really beat them, and it still took like a, a miraculous comeback. Right. Uh, you know, even when Celtics were playing so damn well, they still were in a dogfight with the Warriors. So no, I still think it's a Warriors series. Gary Payton coming back, big addition on the defensive side of the ball, and Steph Curry. I'm kind of I've gone through so many phases of Steph Curry fandom hatred. I'm now kind of in the I'm just appreciating this guy, uh, and I kind of hope he does win this series. I don't like the Celtics. I can't explain it. I don't know if it's the constant like Tatum comparing to Kobe. Like every day there's a new Tatum, like Kobe spin angle. He's wearing this. He's wearing that. He's tweeting this. He's texting that. So maybe that's what's kind of, and that shouldn't even bother me. I don't know why it bothers me, but it does. Um, But I think maybe that has something to do with why I'm kind of anti-Celtics right now. But I'm all in on Warriors and Steph Curry, which is quite a plot twist. Yeah, it is. I was going to say, you're sounding like me with LeBron for the first 12 years of his career or whatever. I was like hating on the dude. Now I'm to the point, obviously, because he's with the Lakers too, but it's like just appreciate him while he's still playing, man. This guy's incredible. Same same with Steph Curry. I mean, even for the people who don't like the Warriors, how can you watch the Warriors and not be like, man, this is fun to watch. You know, these dudes just running all over the place. Jordan Poole's hitting half-court shots now <laughs> yeah. and – I, I can understand if Draymond kind of annoys you. I, I can I can understand that, but watching Steph and Clay and Jordan Poole now, and you know just the way they play, Steve Kerr coaching, it's a fun brand of basketball to watch. Yeah, it really is, and it, it's weird though they don't play again till Wednesday night. Is that is that correct? Yeah. That's that's uh, they, they really stretch that out. Odd TV stuff. Yeah, I don't know. No, it's two what two nights off. Uh, that's not that wild. That's what it usually is for the finals. Well, Sunday I night. Played, Monday, I, I loved the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. You know, every night playing a game. But I almost thought that wasn't fair to the players, man. Yeah, it, it seemed every like it was really piled up. And I think you blame it on that. I loved it as a TV fan, but I'd rather have everybody healthy than having a night off here or there, which we didn't right. have. So. No, I'm fine with the NBA final schedule. It's, it's been like this for so damn long that it's just yeah. kind of you just accept it for what it is. Yeah, I'll yep. go along with that, I guess. Um, <laughs> on a on a personal finance note, fellas, what do you how how are you dealing with uh, inflation and the price of gasoline and everything else right now? How, how how are you dealing with that? Luckily, most of what we do is within a 
five mile, six, seven mile radius of school, work, mm-hmm. grocery stores. You know, we live in a city where like everything is just very accessible. So we're not burning a ton of gas. We are, we're, we're coming up to Michigan in July for like a, a week and a half or two weeks. And we were talking about, man, do we need to like, we need to like figure out a budget for how much gas we're going to be spending driving up to Michigan. Cause these, these prices are getting a little crazy, but I don't know. The whole gas price debate is just kind of like funny to me how people who they blame and what they're like, what their theory is behind why gas prices are what they are and stuff. And the one thing I'll say, we don't have to get into all that, but the one thing I'll say that always makes me laugh is when the, the certain side of the aisle shares something that says like in 2020 gas prices were blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you're talking about when everyone was stuck at home because we were in a pandemic. So there was zero demand for gas. You're talking about econ 101 basics here, supply and demand 2020 when no one was leaving their house at all driving. That's probably why gas prices were so low. So let's mm-hmm. maybe think about that. But it is, you see some of them, like I've seen pictures out in LA, it's like nine seventy five. and Yeah. Stuff. Almost it's 10 crazy. bucks a gallon. Crazy, think man. about that. It, it is crazy, but I've always been, and I think we've argued about this before. I don't ever check the the price of gas like at a gas station. I just pull in, fill up. It's there's nothing you can do about it. Everybody's paying it. I'm not gonna drive all around town looking to save ten cents on a gallon. Just fill it up. <laughs> don't even check how much it costs and move on with your life. It's kind of just yeah. some cost. But you're a young guy. I just was curious because it, it would probably affect you more. You know, with with your your income's gonna keep growing. But uh, you know, when you go to the gas station. And all of a sudden, you're looking at a $75 bill, you know. No, I do. It hurts the budget, man. Because I'm, you know, I'm making more money than I ever made in my life. But everyone's like, hey, no, you should be sa- you're saving, right? You're doing this. My money has been going to, like you guys know, car repairs and <laughs> gas. So it's everything to do with the goddamn road, man. Is funneling all this money out of my account. So no, I do notice. But yeah, like I said, you just got to kind of pick yourself up by your bootstraps and, and move on with your life. There ain't nothing you can change about it. No, that's, that's, that's very true. I, and, and I did want to jump in here and say this too. Uh, we talked about it last week after we recorded, but um, all our listeners know you work for Bally, you know, and they, they were tuned in when you were an intern and working up in Grand Rapids, but you got your first bump, right? Yeah. So now I'm kind of, you know, I'm transitioning, you know, so how kind of t- Matt knows this, you know, for how TV works is production assistants kind of mm-hmm. how everybody gets hired in. I, don't, I know Matt kind of skipped that step, but he had a different trajectory, but if you know, if you're coming out of college, basically that's the first job you're going to get at a place like Valley and a place like ESPN, mm-hmm. you know, Fox Sports, wherever. So, you know, I did that for a year and, you know, now I'm kind of getting transitioned out of that, out of that position to kind of work on more, you know, feature type base type stuff and social uh, and digital, uh, that sort of realm. So yeah, awesome. I'm excited. I mean, kind of had the first day today, uh, partially why I'm trying to start this kind of restart of the diet, you know, new, <laughs> new title, new job, get the diet rolling and, and I'm cooking with gas. So. Yeah, so I'm excited. You know, we'll see where it leads us. So, so how did it come about? Did your boss pull you in his office and say, "Hey, Jared, we really appreciate your work here. Here's what we're gonna do." I mean, how how'd that all transpire? How's it work? Well, I mean, it's 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 kind of it's been in the it's been in the works for a while. You know, I found out about this you know two months ago essentially, mm-hmm. um, and we have this whole you know kind of put like we you know kind of with the ever changing landscape of you know TV media, a lot more people kind of just taking stuff in through social, so kind of were forming this sort of social team and they kind of asked me if it's something I'd want to do. And I was like, Oh, hell yeah. You know, I want to put together features and stuff like that. So 
that's kind of how basically how it happened. You know, they said, Hey, is this something you'd be interested in? You know, we got this position opening up. Is this something you'd want to do? Yeah. So now I'm in it. Tremendous. It's kind of what we talked about with Ryan Slocum last mm-hmm. week, how all the stuff that he's doing with state champs, it is things have changed. I mean, even I know people who have changed their paths at ESPN because of that. So many people are consuming stuff on whether it's Twitter, social media, you know, whatever, or even just still.com that, it's created a whole new um, job base. You know, people yeah. like, you know, you think about 15, 20 years ago, you didn't have people working in social media. You didn't have people working in, you know, digital producer and stuff like that. Now there's all these jobs in social media and yeah, like a digital feature producer, or, you know, whatever it is. So it's kind of cool. And, and kind of along the lines too, that Slocum was talking about last week, you have like a different freedom to do stuff on social media and digital because, when you're doing stuff, you know, for broadcast, you know, there's the FDA. You you can only do so much. You can only you show so much stuff or you have so much time or, you know, maybe certain people will tell you, you'll do an interview and they'll say like, eh, I don't want that stuff going out there. You know, I don't want that to be all over Valley Sports Detroit or whatever. Whereas when you're on digital, social media, Twitter, you know, wherever, for the Anything most else. part, you got free reign to do whatever you want, you know, so it is cool. And, you know, it opens up doors. You get to be a little more creative. You know, you can, right. you can kind of dabble in. I don't know if you're like producing and editing, but you know, you can kind of do all that stuff. So it, it's definitely a cool opportunity. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I mean, you know, you guys know I love working here. So just hope to keep the positive train and momentum rolling and got to put in the work now. Good job, now you just got to move right next to the office. So you're not spending all your money on gas. <laughs> Yeah, or you got to get, or you got to get your girlfriend to move to Detroit, so you're not driving. That's, the, that's the bigger, that's the bigger gas guzzler. That, that <laughs> is uh, right. having basically, you know, not two lives, but it's kind of almost what it feels like sometimes. Yeah, it's sort of like a long distance relationship when you think about. it. I mean, ninety right. minutes is ninety minutes, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So no, exactly. Got another year done with school, then we'll, we'll get the gas situation under control. All right. And by the way, Matt, uh, great job on our social media stuff, man. I mean, you're really the the guy that does it all. So uh, it, that takes a lot of time and effort too. So we appreciate uh, it, does, it. Yeah. I mean, you know, we all know that we've. I mean, we've got our day jobs. And Ted, yep. you're semi-retired, but you know, you're you're living the life. So I'm busier than ever. Try to do as much as we can, you know, to keep growing this thing because we we all have fun with it, and you know, we've got a pretty good following base and some pretty loyal listeners too. So we try to keep the word out there and share. I, I like sharing our partners' stuff mm-hmm. that they post and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I will say I like I appreciate this volume, Matt, and you know we've been doing this pod for you know a few years. I've noticed like just in the you know the quality of our the shows, the the planning, the the posting. You know if you do something, you're going to do it right, and I can appreciate that with anyone. So no, that's it. I'll second everything he said, man. It's it's awesome. Yeah. I try, right. try to try to live up to your guys' expectations, you know. Well, you're living up to it. You've come <laughs> a long way from being a, a Friday night sports forum expert. That Remember was those days. I forgot, about I forgot that, that was the kind of the base of how this got off the ground. <laughs> where it all started, man. Yeah. That's where it all started. I remember that call. I was like, you know what? This could be something. This could be something. <laughs> well, I do. What's, what's funny about that is, you know, it, and now we're getting off base a little bit. Why not? Ted, you did that for, for a long time. And, you know, like a lot of people listen to that sports forum. I remember oh, yeah. after I did that a few times, 
like when I would go back to go back to town, you know, to hang out with family, friends or whatever. Right. I had a handful of people say like, did I hear you on the sports forum? You know, like say stuff like that. So it was kind of that, you know, it was a little bit of like a, I mean, just kinda being cool. honest, it was a little bit of a, like an ego boost, you know? Hell like, yes. like, yeah, that was me on there. Is that show, you know, I wasn't alive for when I probably had a heyday, but that probably was a pretty awesome show. Uh, it was cool. You know, when I was a player, I used to listen to it every, every Friday night. So yeah. I can't imagine what it was like when radio was king. Uh, oh, when, even 10 times better. Yeah. When the castle first started and I started doing it there, man, it was, it was huge. You know, we were doing it all the time, live remote at different restaurants. And, uh, there was a restaurant, gosh, I forget Risto's Bistro. We had, oh. we had a run there that uh, was phenomenal. So it was a lot of fun. You know, there, we're in this business cause it is fun. You know, right. what, what do you think about. like, uh, do you look back and like, man, this podcast thing is freaking awesome. Like the sports world, like, did you ever do like long form type things or it all was kind of just, you know, the quick five minute interviews and in and out. It, it just, it's, was it something that existed back then? No, it didn't really. You always had to take your commercial breaks. I mean, the sports forum was a two hour show and, you know, I was a younger man, obviously. I mean, you think about when I was, when I had my full-time career in industry, I'd go, I'd get up early. I'd, I'd start work six 30 in the morning and then I'd go broadcast a high school football or basketball game then i'd have to leave that and go to the studio or the restaurant for two hours until midnight then i'd have to take down the equipment and the equipment in those days was not not what we operate with nowadays it was it was fun but man it saturdays were they were worthless to me i mean if i was lucky to wake up to watch college football that's what i did but i didn't do anything else it's along the lines again of what bringing back the slocum conversation what we talked about people in different areas too, but definitely, you know, where we grew up in around Michigan, love high school sports, especially oh, yeah. high school football and basketball. So you get those junkies that, yeah, on Friday nights, they're going to turn on, turn on the castle. And cause you guys would always interview coaches. And oh, yeah. I remember even a couple of times you, uh, my senior year, you were at uh little Caesars and, you know, we would go to little Caesars on Friday nights <laughs> and um, we, we got interviewed a couple of times after football and basketball games. Cause you guys were set up there. So yeah. You know, that kind of stuff, it is cool. It it's really is. Too bad. Too bad that, that that kind of stuff isn't around as much as it used to be. It's a dying, dying uh, medium, yep. really. It, it really is, unfortunately. But, you know, Jared, you brought it up. I'm having, I'm having as much fun as anything I've ever done, you know, just doing this thing every week with you guys. I mean, we turn on the mics. We have a little bit of an outline we go off of, but we never know where it's going to take us. And it's, it's fun. I mean, I just yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, 100%. I mean, hey, we wouldn't be doing it for episode 220, man. 220. <laughs> weeks we've been doing this. That's mind-blowing. I mean, if somebody's listening mm-hmm. for the first time, go online and listen to our little, what what would you call it, audition pilot. thing we put together? Pilot, pilot episode. <laughs> pilot episode. We've come a little bit. We should re- put, filter that out one of these days just to, as a kind of a throwback episode or something. I'm pretty sure we just recorded that like on, on a, a phone, phone call. On my phone, I think. Horrible, man. Yeah. It was horrible. Good time. Yeah, now we've now we've got a bunch of partners and you know sponsors and all that. So well, we do appreciate all them for sure. So let's we'll wrap this thing up. I just do want to send a shout out to the Owasso girls softball team. I didn't jinx them, Jared. They made it to the regionals. They won Excuse the dis won the district title as their uh, pitcher Macy Ireland fanned thirty six batters and two six nothing wins over Williamston and uh, Hazlitt. So, so wait, so seven innings, three six nine twelve fifteen eighteen. So only three of those outs were not 
from her. Not strikeouts. Or not strikeouts. It's crazy. Yes. <laughs> she, yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing, though, fellas. Just looking at this weekend, we're going to be broadcasting on Z92.5 their game against Jackson Northwest. This this regional is packed. Owasso's ranked number four and defending champions. Northwest is ranked number two. And in the 10 o'clock game, it's Ionia against Chelsea, who's ranked number three, and it's their home field. So Jeez. it is a brutal regional. So we'll see what comes out of it. The, the like, region of death, like in the World Cup every year. Yeah, um, it is. There's always that region of death that they call it. So anyway, the castle will be there live at noon on Saturday for the Owasso and uh, um, Jackson Northwest game. Joe Smith will join me for that one. We're going to have a lot of fun with it, and we want to wish the Trojans the best of luck. But let's just call this a podcast, boys. Make sure your recorder is rolling. Yeah, well, this is going to be live on the radio, so oh, I shouldn't okay. have to worry about it this time. Yeah. Uh, just a reminder, this has been the Three Point Podcast presented by Memorial Healthcare, home of the now Community Wellness Center. Make sure you follow us at Three Point Pod and spread the word. Make sure all of our great partners know you listen in and enjoy the program. They include Pro Real Estate and Auction, Nelson House Funeral Homes, Rivals Tap House and Grill, Success Group Mortgage and Servicing, the Wash of Owasso, and the ALS Association of Michigan. Until next time, so long, everybody. Thanks for listening. Hey gang, please consider a donation to the ALS Association Michigan chapter serving people with ALS and their families since 1988. There still is no cure for Lou Gehrig's disease and every 90 minutes someone is diagnosed with ALS. For more details, go online at webmi.alsa.org. Three Point Podcast is a Sportsnet Michigan Three Point Podcast production. Subscribe and share on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or any of your favorite podcast hosting sites. Comments and questions can be sent via social media at Three Point Pod or by email to Three Point Pod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.